I am your host, Heather Petropoulos, recording live from my home studio in Brooklyn, New York, bringing you the Photo Mixtapes podcast. Welcome to episode four of the second season of Photo Mixtapes podcast. This week, in Ethan's absence, we miss you, Ethan. We are back to the common format of a spoken word performance of a new poem and some photography tips about highlights and shadows and also a music trivia question. But first, I wanted to share a podcast milestone, some podcast news, and the answers to some of the questions I've been getting about Ethan's guest spot. First off, a podcast milestone. Thanks to the new reviewers on iTunes. I wanted to take a moment to thank you, my audience, for your reviews on iTunes. I appreciate any and all feedback, and I'm very touched that you took the time to reach out on iTunes. And thank you to my good friend Sandra for venturing into the first written review of the podcast. Sandra will be coming on the podcast as a guest coming up soon, so you will get to know her and her artistry a bit more then. It means so, so much to have your audience and our interactions, and I look forward to even more feedback as the podcast continues to grow. Second, a bit of podcast news. I am still learning all the technicalities of podcasting as I go, but I am so pleased to announce that the Photo Mixtapes podcast has been approved for Stitcher. I will be using that link this week as I share the podcast links, and I think it might be an even easier platform to access the podcast across all of your different platforms and operating systems. I will continue to look for ways to improve your listening experience. And third, I wanted to answer some of the questions about Ethan's guest spot. The most pressing question first, will Ethan be back on as a guest? You better believe it. The answer to that is a resounding yes. Ethan and I have a ton of ideas of how we can team up to bring you even more collaboration, and we have another recording session already on the books for next week. Stay tuned for a very special announcement of a very special episode that will be airing with us together, possibly on a holiday of some sort, That's your hint. Ethan will be a regular guest star on the Photomix Tapes podcast, and I am grateful and proud and thrilled to have him as a collaborator, friend, and very special podcast guest. The second question is whether Ethan and I were together the entire time of our interview. I have future guests approaching me about logistics of being on the podcast, and the answer is, surprisingly, no. Ethan and I did not do the recording of our entire interview together all the way through. Through the magic of audio editing and a very passionate editing student in me, I was able to record and add some of my reactions and answers after the fact to make the most of Ethan and and my time together, but also to respect Ethan's time and scheduling and the rest of his life and all he has going on. I have really fallen in love with audio editing throughout this process, and I look forward to even more opportunities to have special guests on who may not live close enough to make it into the Brooklyn Recording Studio. If you have something to share about music, writing, photography, or film, and would like to be on an upcoming episode, please reach out to me, as always, at heather at heatherpetropolis.com. I am proud of this week's new poem because it has been a long time since I have held myself accountable to writing in a poetry format. Having taken adult learning classes in poetry in the past, I had gotten quite used to many different poetic forms. 
but generally find myself steering away from them. There was something about this winter and the natural isolation that comes from the weather and the time of year that got me interested in some structure and guidelines. Of all the poetic forms I have written, the Sestina is one of my favorites because it starts with choosing single words and takes its form from them. I like it because instead of reaching out into the starkness of winter for the entire answer, it forces you to start from the most minute poetry currency, one word, and spreads the theme into something larger naturally. Of course, because I wanted to write in a form due to my winter space, it made the most sense for winter to be the theme also. The Sestina starts with choosing six words and then using them as the N-word in patterns for six stanzas of poetry, and then in the seventh, you use two of them in each of the three lines. The Sestina really lends itself to exploring a theme in full without being overly repetitive. Enjoy this week's Sestina, Winter, and I will be back after it with photography tips about highlights and shadows. Track one, a spoken word poem. Winter. There is no end to this winter with its absence of color as white, slip sliding in my heart on the ice, making layers of layers against this cold. The light there is makes known its shine, piercing through to stark as masks of blue. When I choose my clothing, I choose shades of blue. Against my skin, the blues look deep and empty like winter. Fearing that I may finally have lost my shine, I follow the gentle path of snowflakes shaded white. Replacing the original temperature is only more cold. And even what started in the morning as warm in the night turns to ice. I search my heart for the innocence of spring or the curiosity of fall to only find sheets of ice. Bathed in this solidarity and all-encompassing hue of blue, if I weren't so still and resigned, I might actually feel cold, but instead I numb myself to the duration of winter, and even the sun, usually warm and aglow, is stark white. And even the reddest of cars cutting the curve in half has lost its original shine. So I shouldn't be puzzled or perplexed at the dimming of my own shine against the empty fragrance of fields of nothing but ice. Making like a clean slate, I can forge a new beginning in white and adorn it with a deep and purposeful shade of blue. I am not the only mammal who has ever experienced winter, and I won't be the last human to ever feel this cold. If you're wondering where I left my sanity, check outside in the cold. If you're wondering why my shoes look dull, they won't in these frozen streets hold their shine. I would never give the season the satisfaction to blame winter. And I won't give water the satisfaction that I prefer more flow and less ice. And I won't give my heart the satisfaction to admit that I am blue. 
And I won't just continue to sit and stare at this empty page of white. I will flip the script and start choosing as a color white. I will dig deep within and feel the energy that comes from beating the cold. And I will appreciate the different shades and hues on my sleeves and jeans of blue. And when this season really starts for me to shine, I am quite certain, as luck would have it, the melting of the ice, and upon us will be the very end of, as we know it, winter. Maybe the longest winter, after all, is the one that's in the white of my two eyes. And maybe the coldest I have been is when I recall the ice and cold deep within my soul. And maybe all I need is to keep a little bit of sunshine within, and in my heart, a sky so blue. Track 2. Photography Tips. Highlights and Shadows. You might need a jacket or a scarf, my audience, as we continue the winter theme of the episode through exploring highlights and shadows in photography. Obviously, light is at the very heart of all photography, and highlights and shadows are the dancing of light in your image in a more specific way. The quest of amazing photography versus mundane photography is to light your subject or to find a perfectly lit subject where you can see the details in the highlights, which are the brighter parts of the image where light is directly falling, and details in the shadows, which are the darker or shadowed parts of the image where light is blocked or absent. Since most digital cameras are balancing to an 18% gray, you can lose quite a bit of details across the spectrum of highlights and shadows in your image. For example, if you shoot a snowy scene and nothing is actually bright white, you come away with a very dull or grayed image. It is very difficult to regain the details in the highlights or shadows once they are missing. So although editing programs can play with this balance a bit, they can't recover details that weren't captured to begin with. My tip for you this week is to not shy away from the highlights or the shadows when framing your photograph. What this means is that if you're photographing a human or animal subject, don't be afraid to capture the shadows that define their features or expressions as you're capturing the places where light is actually falling. Many portrait type photographs fail because they're too flat or too evenly lit. This makes faces look expressionless and dull. What you want is the drama between the lighter and darker areas to create three dimensions and shape and fullness. When photographing landscapes, look for the places where the light is hitting and then behind those areas where the light is blocked. When you ensure you're capturing details of both areas, you guarantee a more dramatic and stunning image. One way to play with this is to shoot a silhouette or to focus on the shadows themselves. For instance, when taking a crosswalk in New York City, I could focus on the lit areas on people's clothing or legs, but it would be a much more interesting image to focus on the actual shadows created of people walking by. There are certainly times when you want to change things up and have a more flattened image with less contrast across the spectrum of light and dark, especially if you are highlighting the gray of a scene or a theme. 
But for the most part, the more details across the lights and darks, the more interesting your image will become. It is also most helpful to shoot for these details versus trying to recover them or edit them in later. It's always more preferable to shoot the result and not for the raw material to edit everything interesting into it. I look forward to hearing about your ventures focusing on highlights and shadows. And as always, you can reach out to me with feedback, questions, and ideas at heather at heatherpetropolis.com. Track three, a music trivia question. To honor Black History Month, this month's photo mix tapes mix is Voices of Color Mix, celebrating artists of color and songs about the black experience. To highlight this mix, this week's trivia question is, who was the first African-American ever to win a Grammy Award? You can answer the trivia question by writing to me at heather at heatherpetropolis.com or in a review of the podcast on iTunes. As always, you can follow the mix on Instagram at photomixedtapes, where I will be posting more stories and live videos. Be sure to stay tuned for the announcement about Ethan's next guest spot on the podcast. I am your host, Heather Petropoulos, recording live from my home studio in Brooklyn, New York, bringing you the Photo Mixtapes podcast.